Welcome back to another episode of the Fit Method Podcast. I'm your host, David Lohman, and with me today, Rob Blanc. Uh, he's the center manager of iCryo in South Park, Charlotte. So awesome to be with you, Rob. Yeah, I mean, great. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So obviously, we're going to be talking about recovery and recovery modalities and, uh, you know, our listeners are going to be more of some, some athletes, but also people that are just trying to, you know, extend their life and longevity, just feel optimal in, in their life and how we can optimize that. Right. Oh, for sure. So I have, I've got five different categories. So you guys specialize in cryotherapy, you have infra- infrared saunas, red light therapy, compression, IV, IV infusion therapy. I'm sure you get more than that. You've got the sure. hyperbaric and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but starting at the top with cryotherapy, Obviously, it's gained a lot of popularity in the last few years with ice baths and all that stuff. So explain some of the science behind that and uh, how does it benefit athletes or individuals in general looking to recover faster? Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, it's something I wish I had during my playing career. I played professional baseball for a period of time. Um, and ice baths were kind of the only thing at that time. Right. Now, obviously, with cryotherapy, it's uh, a way for not only general population and athletes to recover better in a much more timely manner, right? Obviously, as opposed to ice baths, you're in there for 5, 10, 20 minutes at a time. Uh, cryotherapy is one of those where I can be in and out in three minutes or less. Right. So there's obviously a, a convenience factor there for sure. Now, as far as um, the recovery goes, it's very similar benefits to um, an ice bath where you're kind of regulating the nervous system and speeding up recovery. I mean, that's the end all be all. So if I can hyperoxygenate blood and force it back to my core, creating some sympathetic activity, and I'm in a really good place when it comes to recovery. So you mentioned uh, three and a half minutes on average. So for those that have never done it before, what kind of temperature are we talking about? For sure. I mean, our cryo bill, uh, whole body cryotherapy chamber goes down to negative 175 degrees. <laughs> <clears throat> Definitely pretty cold. Yeah. For sure. Because an ice bath, you're probably like 40, Correct. 50 degrees, something like that. Yeah. Definitely a different experience. Uh, obviously, I've done plenty of ice baths in my career, in my life, and it's brutal. Um, so it's not as cold um, as far as like initial shock is concerned. Yeah. Uh, obviously, water versus air um but it definitely gets chilly in there yeah and you can go um i know there's like insanity or Mm -hmm. something like you can go really really cold where the fans turn in Mm nothing so i listened to a podcast by andrew huberman he was saying that the optimal for ice baths or cold therapy was about 11 minutes per week Mm -hmm. what have y'all found as far as optimal for if somebody wanted to do cryotherapy yeah, is, I mean, is it okay to do it every day? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I personally do it on a daily basis. Okay. I have a one-year-old, so sleep is, can be a little chaotic. Um, so for me, when it comes to recovery from workouts and sleep, I do it pretty much every single day. And yeah. we have a lot of guests who do it every single day. But for the most part, the average person will be that three to five times a week range yeah. uh, for most noticeable benefits. Because I've started, so I went to Blakeney uh, twice so far, and I've done it in the morning. And it, just like talk about waking up and that euphoric feeling you just just feel amazing oh for sure i mean that's the one of the biggest things people notice is when they do it in the morning it's a energy boost to kickstart the day really really quickly i mean hopping from room temperature to negative 175 at eight in the morning is definitely a shock for <laughs> yeah. sure but on the other hand a lot of people see uh when they do it later at night they see huge 
sleep benefits. Okay. Right? Just because your regular nervous system to create a natural flow of melatonin. Mm. A lot of people kind of suppress over the course of time whether you're taking melatonin or orally or you're just not getting adequate sleep in the first place. Sure. Um, so it's definitely an awesome way to kind of kickstart uh, that sleep process and obviously the recovery process, recovery process by proxy. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> um, so do, do y'all have any testimonials from clients or any kind of crazy stories that people have experienced significant changes or improvements from your cryotherapy specifically? I mean, <clears throat> we have people from all walks of life, right, ranging from, hey, I got in a car accident, I have nerve issues, I'm struggling with constant anxiety, depression. I mean, we've had people come in who have dealt with nerve-related issues who have alleviated a lot of the symptoms associated with them just from cryotherapy and some of our other services. Yeah. But cryotherapy, when it comes to back pain, inflammation, uh, aching joints, I mean, it, the list goes on and on and on. Um, it's hard to highlight just a couple sure. because it's so broad spectrum across tons of different modalities and tons of different ailments um, where we're seeing significant results for a huge amount of people. Do y'all do local <clears throat> cryo as well? We do not. Okay. Um, obviously, if you're looking at it between local cryo versus whole body cryotherapy, if I'm going to pick one, for sure, it's going to be whole, whole body, body cryotherapy because you're going to get that massive central nervous response. It's right. hard to, you're not going to create a stimulation of the vagus nerve if you're doing localized cryotherapy. You're just stimulating nerve endings around the area in the first place. Sure. So talk a little bit about that too, because I think our clients probably don't know what the vagus nerve is, sure. what, what that does. Mm -hmm. So talk a little bit on the benefits, yeah, so, benefits uh, of it stimulating. What is stimulating the vagus nerve? <laughs> yeah, obviously uh, the vagus nerve is primarily responsible for regulating our fight or flight response. So if I can stimulate the vagus nerve, I'm forcing the body to kind of kickstart, for lack of a better term. Right. Um, obviously, most people associate fight or flight with, hey, I'm in danger or I'm running away from danger. Um, and honestly, in today's, I mean, in 2023, people aren't as active as they should be. Yep. Um, and obviously, you're not going to create as much of a fight or flight response on a regular basis. Yep. But you see in like athletes or people who are active on a consistent basis, you don't see so much of a down regulation of one side of the nervous system versus the other. So uh, the average person uh, sees a huge benefit from creating a fight or flight response because then it forces parasympathetic activity to regulate on both sides. So you're going to, a lot of health related issues stem from down regulation or up regulation of one side versus the other, um, whether it be um, mood, um, psychological stimulus. I mean, the works, I mean, gut health. I mean, it go, the list goes on and right. on. I can go on for 35 minutes just on that. Exactly. Um, but it's just being able to kind of kickstart the body to kind of heal itself by adding more oxygen to blood cells. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to see huge benefits just from that. Absolutely. So infrared sauna this is on the other end of the spectrum, mm -hmm. more of the warm side. Sure. Uh, so obviously it's a unique form of heat therapy. How does this differ from a traditional sauna and what specific health and recovery benefits can users expect? Sure. Yeah. Um, obviously most people associate saunas with obviously the rocks, the heater and air within the room. Um, the biggest problem with that is most clinical studies show that traditional saunas only raise your heart rate only about 10%. Mm. Just because your body goes into a natural response where it creates sweat to combat heat. Now, in infrared saunas, the temperature only has to be between 100 and 135 degrees, where you don't have to be sweating to death just because. Yep. Um, but infrared saunas help vasodilate and obviously 
drastically increase the heart, rate, the heart rate over the course of time and obviously lower blood pressure. So a lot of clinical studies show you can dramatically reduce blood pressure by just doing sauna two or three times a week. And obviously Dr. Huberman talks about that a ton when yep. it comes to uh, heat therapy and cold therapies, regulating the nervous system to impact blood pressure long-term. Absolutely. So <laughs> are there any lesser known advantages of the infrared saunas that athletes should be aware of such as de- detoxification mus- muscle relaxation that kind of thing like with sauna specifically if i'm able to vasodilate obviously my blood is going my muscles are gaining more blood right, right. so a lot of times people see massive increases in flexibility in a short short span just from that so obviously if i'm trying to kickstart the lymphatic system which is responsible for getting muscular waste lactic acid etc if i'm able to vasodilate and increase my heart rate i'm going to recover faster and my muscles are going to be able to elongate more because it has more blood flowing there. It's not a secret that when we warm up, doing like an active warm up, whatever it may be, we gain flexibility. Right. Because muscle tissues gain more blood and it's able to elongate longer. So what does a typical session in the sauna look like? Because obviously three and a half on the cryo side, this is going to be a little bit longer. Right? Yeah, I mean, we're looking at that 30-minute mark. Obviously, most of our sessions are 30 minutes. Okay. Uh, obviously, scheduling purposes, like we allocate 30 minutes. If people want to stay longer and we don't have anyone back-to-back, they're more than welcome to stay longer. Uh, so we're very accommodating to our guests because yeah. uh, they do come first. Right. Um, and that's kind of the main thing. Now, obviously, a lot of people interestingly go from sauna directly to cryotherapy as a form of contrast training. Sure. Um, so that's a, another huge piece that people take advantage of. So you could see potentially, would you, would you do it twice or just once in a day? Typically? Yeah, so you're only doing it typically once in a day. Yep. Um, most, most clinical studies don't show adding a, an additional crowd session or an additional sauna. I know Huberman talks about doing cycles of, hey, I'm going from 30 minutes on sauna to two minute night fast, 30 minutes to sauna. But obviously, time-wise, people are looking for the convenience. Correct. So if I can do it once and get the same benefit, even if it's a little bit lesser, I'm still winning at the end of the day. Right. But we also live in that culture where more seems like it's going to be better, Correct. but not always. For sure. I mean, I have people coming all the time. They're like, hey, can I do cryo three times today? Or can I do an hour and a half in the sauna? It's like, well, for what? Yeah, it's what's like, the are benefit? We, are we going to try and create central nervous system t- fatigue just because? <laughs> it's like you're just gassing yourself. And honestly, we don't recommend people do sauna like as much as they want because the dehydration. I mean, oh, for think sure. about how like 80% of the population is chronically dehydrated at all times. So that's kind of something we have to keep in mind. And obviously like we check on people every five, 10, 20 minutes because when people go into a traditional sauna and they go into infrared, it's a drastically different experience. Yeah. Just because we've had people who train in hot weather for long periods of time, like runners, marathon runners, and they'll go in infrared sauna and be dizzy by the end. Oh, wow. Um, if we're not, they're not checked on on a consistent basis because your heart rate is drastically changing mm. in the sauna. So that's just something uh, people need to keep in mind. It's like you, it is a drastically different experience and you're getting a drastically different benefit out of it. That's awesome. So we did infrared. Uh, Let's talk about uh, red light therapy. So how does this work to promote recovery? What types of conditions or injuries can it effectively address? So photobiomodulation is an interesting concept. Now, most people associate photobiomodulation with just red light therapy, but photobiomodulation is inherently a combination of red light therapy and infrared light. So different, different wavelengths ranging from 440 up to 960. Um, as far as like, Hey, how intense light is, how deep it's going into your skin. Um, but the end of the day is if I'm able, what, what's interesting about red light therapy or infrared light is it initially got 
uh, discovered by studying the sun. It's like the sun actually emits infrared light. Yeah, uh, believe it or not, and most like, people are, most usually people mornings like, and evenings. Right? Yeah, most people are like. What do you mean? Isn't it just UVA, UVB? No, I mean, there are infra- infrared spectrums associated with the sun. Um, but what they found is they saw a huge boost of energy within mitochondria of cells. So more energy or ATP within cells, I gonna, if they're going to function more efficiently. Now, obviously, when I first started at cryo, I thought it was a bunch of hogwash. Sure. It's like, well, what am I going to do with this light? Is this actually going to help me? Um, but this is actually about six months after I had my lat surgery. And my scar was super long, gritty, nerve endings were all wrapped in a scar. Um, I was having a lot of issues with it. And honestly, it didn't look very great. Sure. Um, and I actually did red light for 45 days straight every single day. And I saw drastic improvements in my scar appearance. Um, nerve, nerve related issues kind of ceased to exist. Now, obviously I was doing all kinds of other things as well, but it was a game changer for me. Wow. Uh, and I consistently do it now. Um, but we've had people from all walks of life and that's honestly our most popular service by far. That, that bed is booked 12 hours. I mean, we're open from 8 to 8, Monday to Thursday. It's open. It's booked, I'd say, 11 out of 12 of those hours. Wow. It's wild. So you would say, so scar, <laughs> scar healing mm-hmm. or tissue healing? Yeah. Um, what else from like, uh, let's say somebody's not injured. Sure. But, like what, are, what could those benefits look like? Obviously, a lot of people do it for the cosmetics aspect. Okay. It's like like well, skin hey, health? Yeah, skin health. Um, a lot of people do it for neuropathy. Um, Inflammation. I mean, if, I mean, at the end of the day, if I have more ATP than cells, I'm fighting oxidative stress. Sure. So if I'm fighting out oxidative stress, I'm, I mean, it helps broad spectrum. That's why uh, the red light panels that you see in a lot of places, it's not enough because okay. in the three in our red light therapy bed, brought to you by Theralite, the Theralite 360, um, is 360 degree coverage because it looks exactly like a tanning bed. Right. So we're getting the entire spectrum, whether it be for anxiety, depression. We actually have had a lot of people come in for anxiety, depression, um, and kind of on that side of the spectrum and wow. see huge changes uh, with their mental health and uh, obviously how they feel on a regular basis. So do you know the mechanism? Is that affecting neurotransmitter activity in the brain? Now, as far as like the <laughs> psychological aspect, it's I'm not as well versed in like the curious. actual like spectrum of like how that functions. Yeah. Obviously we have an awesome relationship with Theralite and they're one of some of the world renowned experts in red light therapy. Yeah. Um, but the simple thing is, well, if I'm creating more energy within cells, I'm going to have an overall euphoric like feeling. We have people fall asleep in the red light bed oh, yeah. all the time. I've almost fallen asleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild. Like sometimes they'll be like, did that, are they here sleeping there? I'm knocking the door and they'll be like, oh, sorry, my bad. But it, honestly, it happens almost every single day. Oh, wow. It's a huge relaxing experience um, and people feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's been amazing to see some of the stories uh, with the red light where people come in with chronic back pain, nerve related issues and they kind of just disappear. Wow. Um, which is mind blowing. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of people come into iCryo for red light or cryo or sauna, or whatever, because they're looking for alternative ways sure. to address their issues. Yeah. That traditional methods aren't working. Exactly. Um, so uh, a lot of times people are trying to kick habits, kick rehab, kick all these things um, if it's not working for them. And obviously it's seeing a huge impact on a lot of these people's lives because a lot of these people are, they feel hopeless um, because of their individual situations. Sure. Um, and they're just looking for different ways to answer those questions. So so when, when I went to the Blakeney one yeah. uh, a few days ago, or when I first started there, they said, I, th- I think this is correct, there's 10 settings within the Theralite. Is that right? Well, honestly, there's like infinite 
settings. Oh, wow. Okay. Obviously, we have 10 uh, like, primary settings ranging from uh, anti-aging to stress and mood enhancement, inflammation, blood circulation, et cetera, all targeting different layers of the skin, different nerve endings, different cells. Um, but there's also the ability to customize it. Okay. Right? There's obviously different uh, hertzes and waves of different settings to figure out what's best for you. So there's been plenty of times we'll, where we'll customize settings for people specifically. We yeah. had one person came in with like a, a cold sore and we just looked through some clinical studies and figured out, okay, which wavelength is going to help you the most, uh, coordinated with Theralite and created a setting for them. Cool. So we have a ton of different p- people that are sitting in our settings like, hey, <laughs> this is your setting, your setting, your setting. And it, I mean, it's, all, it's shown awesome results. That's awesome. Because I mean, you don't hear about that with a lot of these panels. Correct. Like it's probably just like one basic mm-hmm. setting, right? Yeah, that's the hard part is there's no individual individuality to it. Right. Um, and that's where the Theralite 360 is head and shoulders above a lot of different products because it allows you to individualize every setting for every person. That's awesome. Now, obviously, people find, try different things and do do whatever setting they want. Sure. Um, but we do find that most people will find a setting that they like the most and they keep rolling with it. Nice. So I know you guys have compression sleeves mm-hmm. that got the hips. Do you have the shoulders too? Yeah, so we have arms, hips, and all and legs. Arms, hips, okay. So I'm pretty familiar with the Normatech, but y'all are mm-hmm. y'all are using it's rapid reboost. Correct. Explain how that works differently, because I know Jen was telling me that I guess you can customize each zone yep. pressure. Yep. So obviously, like throughout my career, I've, I've used every single one you can think of. Right. Um, and Rapid Reboot is awesome because you can customize everything. So obviously with the Rapid Reboot legs, arms, or hips, there's four different chambers. And I can customize the pressure uh, and the way it functions individually on each, every single one. So if I want to have 100 pressure on the feet, 150 on the calves, up to the thigh, have a 80, I can do that. And that's where a lot of people customize because sometimes like, for example, if uh, for me, like if I throw on a leg sleeve, I mean, I got bigger thighs and I throw it on there and I try and do it the same pressure as my foot or calf and it feels like I'm losing blood flow. Sure. But that's where the customization comes into play. Um, and obviously the cycles that are associated with it, um, where it'll compress for an X amount of time, one will decompress and you can customize everything. And I think that's what makes uh, Rapid Reboot an awesome product because again, the individuality associated with it um, yeah. and people love it. So how does compression therapy differ from wearing like a compression garment? You know, you see compression underwear and, you know, soccer players are wearing compression. You got the compression socks for runners and long distance stuff. Like what are the muscle recovery benefits of using compression therapy as compared to the garments that people wear? Yeah. I mean, like when it comes to fighting delayed onset muscle soreness, it's a game changer. I mean, so for example, if I'm compressing tissue for X amount of time and I'm relaxing tissue and progressively moving proximal to distal or distal to proximal, depending, um, I'm going to force new blood to specific areas to fight inflammation, get the lymphatic system moving to actually recover faster. Awesome. So I had a follow-up question. Uh, Can you share any insights on how the pressure and pattern of compression can be customized to cater to specific recovery needs and like target those areas? Yeah. So obviously, um, it's very uh, individual. individual. It's very individual specific. Um, but, uh, it can be a situation where, uh, the four different chambers all inflate before deflating or one will inflate the next one will inflate that will deflate. So it really depends on what someone's looking for the most. Most of the time we'll do, they have modes a through D. So a being one inflates, deflates, one inflates, deflates. And then obviously the other ones customize and it's all over the place. Okay. So it really, it's honestly like personal preference for a lot of people. Sure. Um, you're at the end of the day, you're getting the same benefit. It's just figuring out what works for you, what feels the best for your 30 to 
hour long session. Right. Because obviously a lot of times people don't want to feel compressed like for four minutes straight and then decompress. Um, so, cause we have a lot of people from all walks of life uh, who need different amounts of pressure, different hold patterns, et cetera. And that, that's usually 30 minutes typically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So obviously we're very lenient as far as compression is concerned. Typically it's a 30 minute session. Uh, but if people want to uh, do work or hang out for longer uh, with our members, we're, we're very accommodating to extend that. Let's say they want to do shoulders and then they want to do hips or yeah. legs or for sure both at the same yeah, time. So we, I mean, we have some people who will take their 30 minute session and do half hips, half legs, or I want to do arms and legs at the same time, or I want to do hips and legs at the same time. Now, obviously with the hip sleeves and the leg sleeves, you can't put them on at the same time unless right. you want to compress everything and <laughs> blow out one of the <laughs> machines. But um, a lot of people will pick one or the other okay. um, or they'll do both at the same time. Okay. Nice. So now we're going to step into the IV stuff, sure. which is some of my <clears throat> some of my favorite stuff. How do IV infusions, like specifically, we're going to talk about different aspects of this. How do they directly address recovery or hydration, muscle repair, immune support? I mean, you got the whole myriad of things. You can start with each one if you want, because um, sure. I know you got you guys have ozone now, mm-hmm. um, which I'm going to do Saturday morning. Nice. Uh, for the first time, but obviously you get like multivitamins and all, like the, the whole works. Uh, it could be overwhelming. You, you got this like cocktail of <laughs> <laughs> ingredients. No <laughs> you doubt. can customize it too. For sure. So basically with IV infusions, it is one pretty much a hundred percent customizable to the individual. So obviously we have uh, build bags where you can add individual vitamins and minerals to Whatever you want. If you want to add zinc, magnesium, vitamin C, uh, coke, I mean, um, alpha lipoic acid, etc., you can do that. Um, now, obviously, a lot of our uh, IVs are customized to specific issues. So, for example, if we're looking for an immune support bag, if you're looking for an athletic recovery bag, so athletic recovery bag has a ton of branch chain amino acids in it, like glycine, lysine, etc., um, to kind of boost recovery. Now, obviously, the benefit of IV infusions opposed to taking multivitamins and things orally, you're not absorbing that much when you take it orally. Right. I mean, that's just the simple fact of the matter. Yeah. That's a lot of what a lot of people don't realize if they're looking at the nutrition labels of vitamins and minerals. Yeah, it may say I'm getting 200% of it, but are you actually going to be bioavailable by the time your body absorbs it after it gets through your stomach? Right. <laughs> um, now, obviously, with IV infusions, it's bioavailable immediately because it's going directly in your bloodstream. So we don't have to worry about um, a lot of it being broken down during through to digestion, mm-hmm. um, and they see a huge benefit. Now, obviously, from a recovery aspect, obviously, hydration is a, a huge piece, yep. um, but then adding in zinc, magnesium. Obviously, we know the benefits of zinc, magnesium for athletes specifically when it comes to recovery, yeah. and that list goes on and on and on. Um, we have people that do glut- like glutathione being the like the, one of the biggest uh, antioxidants on the planet. Yeah. Um, biotin. I mean, it goes on and on. What about the ozone? <laughs> Ozone is a very interesting concept because ozone was around in like the 1940s sure, and then disappeared off the face of the earth. Um, now, who knows why? I mean, it could be advances in medicine and kind of just got left behind. Um, but obviously, at the end of the day, if you're, lo- if you're hyper-oxygenating your blood, yeah. you're going to heal faster. You're going to feel better. So yeah. obviously, taking X amount of blood out of your body, basically infusing it with O3 and reinfusing it through UV light, you're getting a huge benefit when it comes to antimicrobial um, and obviously like the oxygen associated with it when it comes to recovery. I mean, red blood cells are 
super oxygenated, so it's going to help you heal significantly faster. Does it feel different than a traditional IV? Um, it's very similar. Okay. I mean, they're all going to feel very the same. Um, obviously, a lot of people will, oh, I need a blanket. I'm getting a little cold because obviously you're getting a liter of fluids, yeah. uh, about whether it be light to ringers or saline, um, getting flowed through you. But obviously with uh, ozone or IV infusions, it's very similar um, as far as how you feel. Um, the benefits just vary drastically. Right. That's a liter typically? Yeah, so it's a, a liter of fluids. So obviously lactate ringers being sterilized water plus electrolytes or saline, depending on which bag you're doing and which uh, vitamins and minerals are in it. Sure. Um, will kind of vary specifically. So have you ever had somebody that came in, did the sauna, and then mm-hmm. went to IV? Mm-hmm. Or vice versa. <laughs> yeah, so obviously we recommend we recommend that people do an IV after the sauna. Now, obviously you're not going to sweat out all your IV just because, um, but it's always beneficial just to do it after. Now, yeah. obviously we recommend that people do IVs prior to doing cryotherapy because your veins are going to be smaller if you go into a giant freezer. Right. So uh, obviously that's going to be a big piece of getting the IV dead ahead of time. That makes sense. Okay. I was Yeah, I was just curious if people do it in a specific order. Yeah. I mean, we have those ozone, and then obviously NAD is a whole other yeah, let's, spectrum. Yeah, let's talk about the NAD too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Obviously NAD being uh, kind of the objective way to measure aging, right, to a degree. It's, uh, it's on a cellular basis. Right. So obviously it's super popular in the biohacker community. Um, with people who are supplementing NAD to f- for the anti-aging benefits, the inflammation benefits. Um, and it's been wild to see some of the results we've gotten from NAD. Now, um, ranging from pain relief to helping with autoimmune diseases to the works. I mean, it's a, it's a wild, ex- wild uh, modality, and it's seen, I've seen some pretty crazy things. So how does the loading dose <clears throat> phase work? Because sure. you all do intramuscular as well or just IV? So typically we do IV infusions. Do we have intramuscular available? Yes, but is <laughs> it's it because you're not getting as much, right. right? So obviously more often than not, we're very transparent with people. It's like, well, I mean, you can do the shots, but you're just getting way less of it. So uh, typically loading phase is either once a week for five weeks or five days in a row. Oh, wow. Okay. Correct. So five days can, in a row. Correct. <laughs> so basically, and that can take, I mean, depending on the person, uh, it's anywhere from an hour and a half to three hours, depending. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's just being able to, uh, the reason why is NAD. So it's very slow. Correct. NAD has to be uh, basically taken into the body at a certain rate mm. um, because our body's way to metabolize NAD um, is varies from person to person. Got it. So some people can open it wide up and be in a good spot, uh, but a lot of people have to stay in that s- strong, slow pace to kind of get through it. So for those that are longer, they'll probably bring their laptop and work. <laughs> work yeah, yeah, and obviously we have like TVs available. People can watch on Netflix or yeah. do whatever. Um, but obviously with most people, I'd say it's like two hour, well, an hour and a half, two hours uh, for most people. And most people start at 500 milligrams. We have anywhere from 250 to 1,000. For the most part, for someone who's uh, generally healthy and looking for just a kind of boost of overall wellness, you're looking at that 500 milligram as a starting point um, and then kind of figuring out what's best for you going forward. Okay, so then like a maintenance mm-hmm. dose would be like once a month? Correct. So it's anywhere, I mean, people kind of customize it on their own. It's sure. Like, well, it's every, some people do it every four weeks. Some people do it sooner than that. Some people do it six to eight weeks. Yeah. Typ- typically, we're looking at that every four weeks um, or six weeks, depending. Uh, everyone has their own schedule. And that's it. why uh, NAD, the maintenance is kind of, you kind of know when you need it. Yeah. 
How about the hyperbaric oxygen? So I know you all have a hard <clears throat> shell here yep. in South Park. Correct. Now, hyperbaric is, is a wild modality. Um, obviously, for me, um, I've done hyperbaric in the past. Yep. Um, and I've actually done it here, too. Um, it's not my favorite for sure. me personally. Sure. But I've seen people see huge results out of hyperbaric. Obviously, if I can take atmospheric pressures and put my body underneath significant atmospheric pressure and then put concentrated oxygen into the chamber. Again, I'm hyperoxygenating blood to help the recovery process, speed up healing, et cetera. We actually had uh, a bunch of people post-surgery who see mm. significant changes as far as uh, recovery or um, whether it be muscular or facial cosmetics, whatever. Right. Uh, and they see huge impacts on their recovery process during post-op. So how does that work? Is it about an hour? Yep. So most, you have to pressurize it. <laughs> Correct. So basically, we allocate the hour starting when it gets to pressure. Okay. So depending on the atmospheric pressure, whether it be 1.3 to 2.2, it can take anywhere between 5 minutes and 15 minutes to pressurize sure. based on the pressure. Um, and then it starts an hour from there and then depressurizing time. So most time, we're allocating an hour and a half. For most people. And I'm assuming if somebody's claustrophobic, you probably don't recommend. <laughs> That's probably a good idea. Because uh, considering, obviously, once you pressurize it, it, takes, you can't a, get it out. takes a certain amount of time. It's no different than if someone's diving and they're 30 feet under. You can't just rise to the top. Right. I mean, there's a huge ramifications of doing that. Exactly. Um, so you get, you're pressurizing at a certain pace and you're depressurizing at a certain pace to, to make sure that we're healthy. So just so people understand. Yeah. So the way I understand it, our breathing air is about 21% oxygen. Mm -hmm. How much, what is, is it about 98% oxygen? Yeah. So obviously with the hyperbaric, what's interesting about our hyperbaric from OxyHealth is there is no free flowing oxygen required. Huh. So what it does, it takes compressor and concentrates room air to a higher concentration of oxygen within the chamber. Really? Where, which what takes, is, it takes out all the fire risk, all the safety hazards, all of it. Yeah. Um, and obviously, uh, some people who have hyperbarics, they're associated with free-flowing oxygen and they're wearing a mask or the hat thing yeah. and the works. Um, it's, it, it's something you don't even have to worry about. Wow. You know, people can take the computer, phone, whatever inside. No kidding. I mean, you could have a campfire in there if you really <laughs> want to um, just because it, it has a, a, an awesome filtration system which basically expels CO2 as you're adding in concentrated oxygen. Wow. So it's a very, very... Pretty state-of-the-art. Uh, it's, it's a state-of-the-art state machine. Obviously, we're... We're awesome to have that relationship with OxyHealth yeah. um, and obviously provide that kind of service to the community. Wow, that's cool. I did not know that. Um, did I miss any of the other modalities you guys offer? Obviously, we all, well, I mean, the medical side is like, it's wild. I mean, we're, like, I, I like, cry also, Like vitamin D shots. Yeah, so obviously we do like intramuscular injections from vitamin D to glutathione, biotin, the works. Um, and then obviously we offer semaglutide or better known as most people assume is Ozempic. Yep. Right. So um, that has been a huge thing for us um, and seeing awesome results from people. I mean, we have people uh, over a sample size of 150 guests ranging from 17 to 20 pounds in three, oh, wow. in three months. So yeah. we're seeing a huge uh, shift as far as uh, the framework of iCryo is concerned, right? Obviously, we're getting really big into the... Um, medical side of things yeah um which is definitely awesome to see and being able to create uh a option for people outside of traditional healthcare. those are the inkerton mimetics right as far as the 
semaglutide. Yeah, so basically it's a GLP-1. GLP-1, that's yeah, it. Yeah, so basically it's a GLP-1, uh, which slows gastric, gastric emptying, it um, curbs appetite, cravings, etc. cetera. Uh, and people see wild weight loss. And it's definitely awesome. Obviously, the biggest thing to understand with like Ozempic or any of these weight loss drugs, whether it be peptides on, in, in any form. Sure. Um, at the end of the day, it's not like a magic bullet. It's like, well, if you're not taking care of what you need to take care of outside when it comes to lifestyle, um, you're not going to get the best results. Um, and we're extremely transparent with people. Yeah. It's like, hey, obviously, this is an awesome way to boost weight loss. Obviously, we need to be, you also have to be in a situation where we still have to eat something. Yeah. Right? We still have to be in like getting close to maintenance calories to make sure that we're not losing muscle. Under eating. Yeah. I mean, that's what people don't understand with like Ozempic and weight loss drugs like this is if you're in that big of a, cal- a calorie deficit, you're losing muscle mass as a f- and, and fat mass. So it's, it's not, at the end of the day, it's, you don't want to create massive weight loss, like where it's like, oh, I'm going to lose 10 pounds in a month. <laughs> it could be progressive two pounds a week and then kind of, hovering that's why we progress people slowly yeah we don't jump to like higher and higher doses just because right um so people go through uh telemedicine appointments and with our physician to make sure that they're uh managing side effects they're in a situation where they're progressing as they should do y'all do any hormone therapy with that is not something we have ventured in yet yet, <laughs> yet. and I, I will say yet um so that that may be something that uh, i crowd jumps into in the future okay um because obviously that is a huge market in in Obviously, 2023. Yeah. So it's uh, definitely something. I mean, I'm, I currently take hormone replacement therapy. So um, it's definitely another piece to the puzzle. Yeah. Uh, did, did I miss any other key pieces? Y'all are open uh, Monday through Thursday, you said? So we're open Monday through Thursday, 8 to 8. 8 to Friday, 8. Friday, 8 to 6. Saturday, 9 to 4. Sunday, 9 to 3. So we are open seven days per week. Which is rare. Um, and obviously, we accommodate for early morning at that 8 o'clock or late night at 7, 8 o'clock. Yeah, um, so this is great. Uh, there's a lot of uh, benefit, and we are very accommodating to guests, and we want to give the, it available to as many people as possible. So those hours are what they are exactly to make sure we're accommodating free people after work. I mean, think about like how many places are closed at six o'clock. Exactly. Well, I can't get there by six o'clock. I don't get off work till six or something. (laughs) So it just gives people the flexibility to get uh, really buy into their health and wellness and still have access to it. So how do your, is it a a wellness pass? How do y'all frame that as far as like, um, it's not a membership, but but how how does that work in, I cryo's world for let's say somebody's listening and they want to come in and you know start start as like a monthly thing yeah so obviously we do offer month-to-month memberships um obviously it, we call them lifestyle passes so okay. you end up being a pass holder um where there's no commitment um your it ranges from as little as six services per month to unlimited services per month um and obviously uh, we're very accommodating with people um and obviously we're also for the people who are travel a ton we have package options where they don't expire so they can use them whenever they like to nice and obviously with those uh lifestyle passes you also get discounts on other medical services body sculpting the works um, obviously we didn't really touch on body sculpting cause obviously cryoskin and, uh, body sculpting is kind of like, uh, a different aspect to eye cryo, uh, something that's not as much known about, um, when it comes to body contouring and, uh, facials, et cetera. Okay. Um, but it, people get discounts on all those things. So there's a huge benefit of being a pass holder cause you get lifetime discounts right. on all the stuff that kind of adds to the uh, traditional passes. Okay. Nice. 
and you're the main guy here at South Park. Yep. And is it Marissa, yep. right? Is yep. it at Blakeney? Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously Jen and Ernie are, are great people as well. Sure. So, um, but I don't think I missed anything, do I? <laughs> mm, I don't think that's it. Well, what's interesting is kind of going back to the body sculpting is we are uh, soon to be adding Neve Skin, which is Artemis who makes Crow Skin. Oh, wow. Um, we're adding Neve Skin, which is one of their brand new products, um, which is a, a super version of CryoScan where it, it has multiple facial settings, slimmings, pain relief. I mean, it's an awesome product. Uh, we actually went down to a conference uh, here in this past month. And that was in Houston. This, correct. And we saw a uh, trial of it and a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline uh, for iCryo. Um, and it's there's a lot of big things coming. Nice. Um, so it's going to be super exciting. Oh, that's good, man. Yeah, we're excited. I mean, obviously, we're really excited about this partnership. Oh, for sure. And uh, I know a lot of our clients are going to be taking advantage of it. Uh, especially now that, you know, this, I feel like with Andrew Huberman and some other people talking about it on their podcasts, we've talked about some of these modalities before, mm-hmm. but now that people are starting to hear it again and again, that recency bias, they're like, yeah, I think I want to start prioritizing this sure. stuff. You yeah, know, some I'm, people have saunas in their homes now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, we have plenty of people that come in who already have saunas in their house and they want to just do cryo or uh, they have full like wellness spas in their house. They're like, wow, well, I'm going to add like IV infusions to this. Yeah. Um, so it's very customized to what people come in for. Um, so it's definitely a, an awesome uh, tool in the toolbox for when it comes to boosting health and wellness. And obviously social media plays a huge role in that Yeah, uh, with people getting familiarized with the different benefits. I mean, we, we have people come walk up the street who have no idea what most of the benefits are. Yeah. Or mo- most of the services are. And then they try and like, oh my God, I feel so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's definitely eye-opening for a lot of people. And it was eye-opening for me, considering a lot of the modalities I wasn't using because it wasn't really available. Sure. Um, so it's de- it's definitely a, a cool cool business and uh, it's going to only get bigger. Yeah. I, I want to touch on that for a yeah. second. So availability, like when you and I were playing sports gro- yeah. growing up, this was unheard of. For sure. <laughs> Like, it's like, yeah, I'm going to go stick my arm in a bucket of ice or stick my legs in a, a cold tub, and that's about it. Right. Um, or get some stretching in. But, um, yeah, the, the availability to athletes at this point is outrageous. Yeah. The, the fact that a lot, of guys, a lot of athletes now don't take advantage of recovery is mind-blowing. Yep. Uh, because of the benefits. I mean, I, w- I would have killed for it. I mean, I had four shoulder surgeries. I've dealt with countless injuries throughout my career. It's like I would have killed for some of this stuff. Right. Um, and it's a game changer when the people do come in uh, and kind of really take advantage of it. They see the benefits long term. We have long distance runners, marathon runners, the works, yeah. um, weekend warriors, what have you. Um, but the athlete, athletic population still hasn't cut. I mean, they're, I mean, they're kids. Sure. Like they don't. They, they're still Hebrew. I mean, when I was 20 years old, I thought I was superhuman too. Um, so I didn't really take as much advantage of it. But now it's it's so important for athletes to kind of take care of the recovery in whatever fashion that is. Right. And for any parent that's listening, you know, this is ultimately an investment in your, in your kid. For sure. You know, if they want to play at the next level and you know, that's the passion of theirs and they're talented enough, I mean, might as well prioritize it. You're investing all the money into their sport already. For sure. Might as well take care of their body as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even for what you guys do with strength and conditioning and obviously uh, the rehab process, it's like, that's, super undervalued yeah. in today's market. It's like, well, if I can head off a lot of these problems early on, 
I'm much better off because of it when it comes to career longevity. Ultimately, this is this falls in line with the preventative health span Correct. that we're talking about because yeah. we're not we're being more proactive about it. Mm-hmm. Let's let's address it now so that we don't even have to worry about it down the road. Correct. Sweet. Awesome, Rob. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to actually go check out y'all's facility. We didn't get to, I was running a little late, so I didn't get to see it yet, but I'm going to go down and uh, check it out before we head out. So um, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, of course. I really appreciate this. And uh, yeah, obviously we'll be sending everybody over to iCryo here and also in Blakeney. Yeah. And and, and if anybody has any questions who's listening, we're available a ton of hours a week. Yeah. Just give us a call and we'll answer any possible question you can think of. Awesome. Sweet. So y'all are on Instagram at iCryo underscore South Park. iCryo underscore Blakeney. We're on Facebook. Um, obviously, roll by the center. Uh, we'll get you taken care of. Um, and, uh, this is so the South Park one that we're in right now, yeah. where we're recording. It's near Stake 48 correct. as a landmark because a lot of people yeah, know so, where that is. Correct. Yeah. So you're like the highest rank hotel, the huge Harris Theater right next door. Um, so we're right off Sharon Road. Um, it can be a little bit of a task trying to find us uh, within the Apex Plaza. Uh, so if you look for that six-story building right on top of Stake 48, you're in the right place. Yeah. And then the Blakeney one's a little bit easier to find for across sure. the street from Cava uh, for yep. people that know that shopping center. Or for, for everybody going over to Target. It's like yeah. right across the way. Yeah, absolutely. Well, sweet, Rob. I appreciate your time. Yeah, like of I course. Said. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah. All right, guys.